you guys that's my it's <laughs> my pretend intro song it is terrible it got a little uh really throwback porny it was a little porno um i'm just you know i'm just throwing around ideas for um an intro song i feel like i need an intro song i am being very picky i don't know what vibe or style i want to go with i feel like oh, 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 mostly messy that's like it makes mostly messy sound like it's jizz like it sounds messy like oh, oh, oh ah coming your face uh so scratch that we're gonna we're gonna not go with that one hey guys it's your host melissa welcome to the mostly messy podcast I am really inconsistent with posting episodes. Um, I have a lot going on. I am a makeup artist by day is my normal career and podcasting is totally for fun. I love doing it. I'm trying to be more consistent with it, but I'm going to school and I'm doing things so I can uh, expand my career in the beauty industry so anyway I clearly am not good at multitasking so I'm really slacking but here I am I'm in the car I hope the sound sounds okay it's just every episode is like the quality is shittier than the last but it's fine it's all about the content and honestly the content is shitty too so if you're still here I fucking love you and thanks um yeah how have you guys been? I've been good. I did see something funny in the car right now, and I've been noticing this a lot lately. Like, I, everything since the beginning of time, as far as I, far back as I can remember, and even far before that, like, there's always a trend, there's always a thing, there's always a new thing, and it comes in waves. And right now, I've been noticing on the road when I drive, someone will have on their back window of their vehicle, it's like, just married or it's my bachelorette weekend or they'll say actually they say it's my batch it's my batch weekend and if you say batch weekend like fuck you it's bachelorette like I don't know why that word makes my butthole twitch like I don't fucking like the word batch my batch it's my batch um but anyway there's like just married or it's my bachelor party or whatever and people write on the back of their window they have like a Venmo where they're like, buy me a drink or buy the bride and groom a drink. And I can't decide if I think it's really a cool thing. And I'm like, oh wow, that's awesome. That's a really cool thing that people are doing now. I can't decide if I love it or if I absolutely fucking hate it. So I was behind this truck earlier and, um, like literally about five minutes ago and it sparked this whole thing. I was like, you know what? I'm going to jump on my phone um, I'm going to record a podcast episode because it's been too long. And I know that you guys miss me. It's fine. It's fine. We're all, we're all clingy. It's fine. Um, no, but I saw it and they had it written. It was like Mr. and Mrs. Whoever. And it had the Venmo. It said, buy us a drink. And it had buy us a drink underlined like 12 fucking times with six or five exclamation points. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, there's no way to verify or to really truly know if this couple really did just get married 
or if these people are really on their batch, on their batch weekend, like how do we know if it's not just a money scheme? Like people, people be wheeling, dealing, scheming on GoFundMe all the time. So why not do it on Venmo, you know? So, you know, maybe try it. If you're already married or if you're not married, maybe just write like a fake name on the back of your car. Like be like, oh, Mr. and Mrs. Flibblejits, congrats, just married. Here's my Venmo. It's like, buy me a drink. I wonder how much money you'd make. I just, if I wasn't driving, I feel like I would have done some recon right now on Mr. and Mrs. whoever they were that I just saw. I feel like I would need to look it up on Facebook I would need to see if there was a wedding that was just had. Because what if there wasn't? Like, what if they're not even a couple? Or what if they've been married for, like, 12 years? I don't know. It seems like... It seems kind of like a shady slash um, desperate maneuver. But it's also kind of fun and genius. So I'm really on the fence with it. I need to know what you guys think. I want... I want to hear your... I want to hear your input and your opinion on that like do you think the Venmo buy me a drink thing is cool or do you think it's real stupid and we should do away with it or are you going to try it yourself like are you going to be fraudulent and be like you know what I want to see if people Venmo me because I kind of am leaning towards that like I kind of want to just test it out and I feel like maybe I feel like an asshole for doing that. But also, like, at least I'm not pretending like a family member has died or someone's sick. Like, I'm just pretending that we just got married. It's not that big of a deal. It's harmless. Anyway, <laughs> so I am in the car because I just drove my stepkids back to their mom because that's the Sunday game. And my stepdaughter is 15 and a half, so... She's at that age where she can get her permit and she's like going to school to driver's ed or whatever it's called. She's doing all that and you know, she's talking about driving and what her trials and tribulations are as far as like what she's having problems with learning to drive. And she was telling me about her driving school and she was telling me how they break down the whole class and I don't know if I was just so poor growing up that my driving school was that bad, I don't know if it's that or if driving school is just so much better now because like kids are a little, they're a little more dense now. So you literally have to spell everything out for them. She's like, yeah, they like have all these chapters. And at the end of every chapter, there's this practice test and this, and she was just giving me the whole breakdown. And she's like, basically they make it it's foolproof like you really once you've done this class you can't really fail the written portion and I it got me thinking about my driving school experience and I I'm very curious if my driving school experience is like similar to some of yours or if it's like if you're like no bitch like you were ripped off that shit's ghetto um let me paint you a picture. So first of all, let me give you a little backstory. I grew up in a very religious Christian household and my parents, um, they just were very closed minded to anything secular. So if you were a member of the church, you were in like you, like if you had some sort of service or a business or whatever like automatically my parents would hire you trust you trust you with their life trust you with their children fucking you were the end all be all if you were a member of their church 
um, a member of any church, but their church specifically. So there were these, uh, there was this couple at my church and my church had a, a zillion different, um, Bible study groups. So, you know, there's one for like dads of divorce and women who used to be in the sex trade industry. And they're just like all these very specific groups, which now <laughs> like saying it out loud and thinking back on it, it's very, um, it's like really invasive. That's really putting it out there. Like if you're in that group, everyone knows specifically what you did. Like, it's not just like this kind of wide range. It's like a very pinpointed specific thing. It's like strippers who sprain their ankle and overdose on drugs and then rededicate their life to the Lord. Like that's the type of shit that was at my church. So there was this couple at my church and, um, they were, how do I say this nicely? I can't say it nicely. They were like, they, they either still were tweakers or they, they tweaked fucking hard. They were super, super tweaky looking. They, one of them had almost no teeth and the other one had no teeth at all to where she just was like sucking on her mouth constantly. Like, you know, people with no teeth, they just are always like, why do you got to draw attention to your mouth? Like, why are you always sucking and chewing on your mouth and doing this weird shit with your lips? I don't know. Maybe it's like, maybe they don't know they're doing it. It's like a feeling thing. Like if you've had braces and you get your braces off that first week, you can't stop running your tongue on your teeth because they're so slippery and slimy. Maybe it's a texture thing. I don't know. But she was just always chewing her whole fucking mouth and she was so gross and she was scary. And she had one of those smoker voices and the smoker laugh where it was just this cackle and they always smelled like they had a reburn cigarette in their pocket and they were just nasty you guys they were just fucking nasty they weren't even that nice but they went to our church they were in an ex-drug addict recovery bible study whatever thing and my parents were just always like captain save both of them and they always took in these strays like they took in strays under their wings and sometimes they would stay at our house or they would just be very they would just be frequent flyers at our house and it was strange and it was a weird way to grow up but there was this couple and they were gross but they fucking randomly owned a driving school okay I don't know how I don't know what got him in that business, but they owned a driving school. And looking back on it now as an adult, I feel like the driving school was actually a front for dealing drugs. And that is not a joke. This is not an exaggeration. I know it sounds like a bit, but it's not. This is not like a comedy bit. This is real life. So naturally, when I'm 15 and a half and I can get my permit, of course, my parents send me to Mr. and Mrs. Tweak's driving school. Um, I was the only person in there that was under the age of 40, maybe. So I don't know what everyone else was in for. Maybe it was driving school. I don't know. Maybe it was traffic school. Maybe they were just waiting till the end of class so they could buy their tweak or maybe get a hand job. I don't know. But I was the only bitch in there that was there for actual driving school I'm pretty certain so I completed driving school and I felt like I learned nothing there was no 
you know, fun chapters with a breakdown at the end, with a summary and a practice test, like exactly what my stepdaughter is telling me that she gets. So I just thought it was funny, the difference between my driving school and her driving school. And it just got me thinking and I haven't thought about, I haven't thought about my driving school experience in a long time. And I had to share it with you guys. So I don't know if this was anybody else's experience or if this was just real, real ghetto, real shady. The driving school that I went to, they also had a Geo Metro. They had one Geo Metro. It smelled like cigarettes and French fries and asshole. And there was no power steering in it, which, I mean, I think it made me a better person and a better driver. But honestly, um, like I said, I grew up pretty, not poor, poor, but we grew up we were definitely not privileged. So I wasn't like, ew, what kind of car is this? But it was a little, I was like, oh, this is is a little different. This is a little different. It's okay. It's okay. But yeah, that was my driving school experience. And honestly, I wonder what happened with those people. Like, is that driving school still open? Did there, was it a family business? Did their kids get into it? Was it busted up by the DEA? I don't no, I don't know you guys, but I'd be curious to hear of, uh, your driving experience, driving school experience is what I meant to say. It's funny. My stepdaughter told me she's having trouble with turning. She's having trouble with turns, turning the car. And I thought that was precious because in my head, as she's telling me, I'm like, are you fucking for real? Like you're having trouble turning, but you know, it was so long ago that I learned to drive that I I can't even remember what my struggles were. And I'm sure I had some, but in my mind, I'm like, no, I was like perfect. Like I was a great driver right away. And I could have been, maybe I was a great driver right away because, um, I was raised by wolves and I was driving my mom's car at like 14 years old, but that's a whole different story. You guys, I have stories for days. I have stories for days about my parents, friends, like they're my, so my mom is, um, my mom's Hispanic. She's like Spanish and Mexican. She looks like a white girl. And my dad is just like white and I don't know what else, but my parents had very white trash friends, like trailer park, white trash, fucking horrible people friends. (laughs) And that's what I grew up with. That's what I grew up with. But the neighborhood that I grew up in, I was the only I was like the only white girl at my school and I had no problem with it. I grew up around all walks of life and I had no issue with that, but I definitely got, I got picked on a lot. I actually, I had a bully and I think it's funny, like in this, you know, in the last five years or whatever, maybe longer and within the last 10 years, let's say bullying has become such a big thing where like it's a platform it's a platform like everyone has an anti-bullying campaign and however many years back every company every celebrity everybody that wants a fucking kudos and pat on the back is like on this anti-bullying campaign I'm like we all got raised we got raised like if you were born you know before a certain year we all got bullied and you just dealt with it. Like you didn't, you didn't, um, post it on your social media. 
You didn't make a blog about it. You didn't cry about it. You didn't tattle. You for sure didn't tattle. You didn't tell anybody. Because fucking snitches get stitches. <laughs> but I had a bully. I had a real life bully. She was this big old bitch. Big. And I was tiny. I was this tiny little pipsqueak. Like, I was always one of the smallest kids in my class. And, um... She was this big Mexican bitch, and I'm allowed to say Mexican because my mom's Mexican, and Mexican's not a dirty word. I'm not saying it. I'm just giving you a description. And this tiny little thing, she's like, she looked like she like ate two of me, and she was so mean. She was so mean. Dare I say her name? Her name was Lizeth. I'm going to say it. It's fine. I'm not giving any last names. She was like the queen of our grade. And this was from first grade all the way till sixth grade. I had to deal with this bitch every single day. She bullied the shit out of me. She just like, she would just say the most god awful. Sorry, someone just cut me off. The fuck is you doing, bitch? Um, she would just say the most mean things to me and she would make me like I would go in the bathroom and I would cry I didn't let anyone know it because I couldn't show any weakness um but she would she would be mean she pushed me she called me names she called me just like you know the names that hurt your feelings when you're a kid she'd be like she called me chicken legs and she would like bok 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 she would like make noises at me and she'd get all the kids to do it and she would shove me into the wall and pull my chair out from under me all these stupid things and um but I didn't tell anybody I think I ended up well I did end up telling my mom at one point I was like mom this girl's bullying me. Because my mom would ask me, like, oh, how'd you get that scratch? Or how'd you get those bruises? And I'd be like, this girl's bullying me. My mom's crazy. Like, my mom is a crazy Latina. Now she's just, like, certifiably crazy. So, like, at the time I thought she was cool. And now she's, like, not cool. And she's, like, completely off her rocker. But at the time she's like, who who was bullying you? Tell me who. She's like, I'm going to, I'm going to fuck her up. and I'm going to fuck her parents up. I was like, no mom, no, I need to handle this on my own. And, and I, and my mom never said anything. My mom never told the principal because I told her, I was like, I'm going to be so embarrassed if you, if you do anything about this. So I just dealt with it. I dealt with it for all those years. And I'm like, I was fine. I'm fine now. Like, it didn't affect me. I dealt with it. So I'm like, how are all these little kids now? Like, how are kids such little bitches about it? That's why, like, I don't know. Like, I just, I can't let my, I can't let my kids be bitches. I just don't. I refuse. I'm like, if they say something to you, you punk them back. And that might be really bad advice, but it's the advice I give. I'm like, if someone, if someone does something to you, like, eye for an eye, bitch. Like, you're going to do it right back. <laughs> because finally, finally, when I was in sixth grade, I remember waking up one day. This is like the most boring information also. Like, I don't know how I got on this subject, but here we are. So just bear with me. I'm going to get to something else in a second. Um, I remember waking up one day specifically, and I have a really bad memory for most things, but I remember this. I remember waking up one day. I was like, I'm not going to take her crap anymore. Lizeth is going down today. So I knew that if I went on the handball courts... I knew this big old bitch with her fucking mustache 
Like, I would have so many words for her now. Like, I wish I had the wit and balls and the knowledge that I have now back then. Because, like, she was, like, a walking target. Like, I don't know how I let her bully me. But anyway, I knew that if I went on the handball court courts that she was going to uh, come up to me. And she was going to punk me. And she was probably going to hit me with the ball and do whatever bully shit that she did. And I would take it. So, I was like, I'm going to set her up. So, I went... Uh, shh, it's just my car making noise. It's fine. Uh, I went to the handball courts. Sure as shit. This, uh, grown ass child comes up to me and she bounces the ball out of my hand, like in the movies. And she just starts saying stuff to me. And I took my little tiny hand and I shoved her right in her sternum. I just shoved the shit out of her. And she was like, what? Are you crazy? What are you doing? I was like, listen, Lizeth. I don't like you and you don't like me. So if you don't shut your fat ass mouth up, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> and I rehearsed that in my mind all morning that day, which is why I still remember it verbatim. And all the kids were like, oh, oh, she said you have a fat ass mouth. She's going to fuck you up. And of course, the noon duty comes over before I could even get any further into it. While I'm, I'm just like basking in my victory at this point. And the noon duty comes up with her fucking visor and her whistle and her New Balance shoes, which I have nothing against New Balance shoes, but she, I remember she was wearing them. And she, she pulled me off the handball court and I got suspended. I got suspended for three days and she didn't. And I was like, damn. Isn't that a life lesson? This bitch bullied me for however many years and I say one thing and I got in trouble. But it was the best feeling I ever had in my life. And let me tell you, I had to go to junior high with her and I had to go to high school with her and ask me if this cunt ever said one more word to me again. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. And she released the beast because I never let anyone talk shit to me past that. I mean, for the most part. Sometimes I did, but you know. I learned. I learned. So, that's my bullying story. Uh, I don't understand why kids are so sensitive now. Like, you just gotta, you just gotta take it. You gotta take it. You gotta do something about it. Uh, but you don't need to make a blog about it and be super dramatic about it. Just fucking man up, right? Is that how everyone feels? Like, how do you raise your kids? Because. I don't have all the answers. I'm not an expert. I came into the parent game a little late because when I married my husband, my kids were already of a certain age. So, I, like, what would you guys do? Like, if I raised a child, like, from the womb up, and even now, probably, but maybe they're too old, but if I gave birth to a child and somebody was bullying my child on the playground, I would get... Like, I would get Rebecca De Mornay, hand that rocks a cradle, so fast on their ass. Like, I think I would get crazy. I think I would get crazy on them. And it's, it's, I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it. And if you haven't seen that movie, you don't get the reference. And I'm so sorry if you don't get that reference because it's a fucking epic scene. It is so good. So, it's it's a thing. Like, how do you handle that? How do you How do you protect your kids without overprotecting them, without not protecting them. It's just, it's a whole thing. It's a whole rigmarole and I'm like scared about it. So, um, I need to talk about a few things that bug me. 
<laughs> Speaking of bullying, no, let me tell you this. So I because I'm in my car, I don't have um I have a few emails of what's your mess and if you are a first time listener and you're like, oh what is what's your mess? That's stupid. What's Your Mess is a segment that I try and do on every show, and it's where you guys, you write into the show, and you tell me what your mess is. It could be drama. It could be something funny. It could be it could be whatever. Like, I've had everything from my husband looks at gay porn to uh, I know that my friend's getting cheated on. What do I do? It's just everything, anything and everything. I want to know what your mess is. I have some emails, but I can't read them in my car, and I don't want to paraphrase. I want to read them word for word. So I'm going to tell you my mess. I'm going to tell you my mess right now. So last episode, I was talking about how (laughs) I feel like I mom shame a lot. It's not mom shaming you guys. It's just like a certain type of mom. I just, there's nothing wrong with you. I just don't vibe with you. I don't jive with you. I, I can't. Um, on the last episode, I was talking about how it's so fucking annoying when people are like those type of moms are like, oh, how old is your baby? My baby's 27 months. My baby's 27 months. What is your baby into? Oh, my baby's really into like, just like sensory things and blah, blah, blah. like, it's so annoying to me. Don't ask me what my baby's into. I'm not going to ask you what your baby's into. And don't give me your baby's age and crazy months. Like, is it a year? Is it a year yet? Like once it's past a year, don't give me your baby's age and months. Be like, oh, it's, it's a little over a year. It's a little under a year. It's a little over two years. Like, fuck you. If you tell me your baby's 28 months, I can't do it. Um, so I, I have some mom bullies, you guys, these, these mommies are internet trolls. How old are we when we stop being like mean girls? Like, I don't think it ever ends. I actually was talking to my, I was talking to my stepdaughter about this not too long ago. I'm like, look, bitches are always going to be bitches. Like it never stops it. No one ever grows out of it. Like it's never a non-existent thing. Like no matter what age you're at in your life, you're going to have to deal with it on some, like in some capacity. It just is what it is. And these freaking mommies, these freaking yoga pant, never work out, Starbucks latte, whatever. Like I know I'm super being judgy and stereotyping, but like there's this certain mommy group that they, we just don't see eye to eye and they don't like me and I don't like them. And I honestly, I don't care. Like, I, I'm not going to ask you what your baby's into. It's a baby. And I got in big trouble. I got in so much trouble last time on my last episode because I was saying that and I was, I was, it's, I'm talking shit in good fun. You guys, this is all in good fun. I'm not going to make apologies or whatever. Like if you don't get the joke, if you don't get the joke and the, over dramatic, light-hearted fun in this, then you probably shouldn't be listening to this because I, that, that's what this is. It's what it is. Like you probably shouldn't listen to stand-up comedy. Um, you shouldn't listen to probably any podcast unless it's like swaddle your baby and whatever, whatever. Like it's just, just like rainbows and vanilla fucking butterflies podcast like that's not what my shit is and some uh, two people 
specifically, two people came after me. They were like, you just are one person say you just don't get it. You just don't get it because you don't have a baby of your own. And another person said, um, something to the effect of I'm, um, I'm cruel in how I make jokes and poke fun. And she ended up, it was this fucking long thing. And she ended up bringing up something about like, about women who can't have children. And I'm like, what? I wasn't, I wasn't talking about anybody. I wasn't talking about any, uh, reproductively challenged women. It, it didn't even go there. So to these people, I say, thank you for listening to my show. Thank you so much. And also, um, nobody gives a shit what your baby's into. Like probably even your baby's father, um, doesn't give a shit what your baby's into. Like, is your baby, healthy is it happy what is it doing normal baby shit like that's that's it like your baby's not um special so most babies are doing the same thing across the board and i'm not going to apologize about that so um i'm going to tell you something that bugs me and then i'm going to i'm going to wrap this up because i feel myself spiraling it's getting aggressive in here and i'm going to i'm probably going to be in trouble i'm going to have some clap back and it's fine. I actually enjoy it. I enjoy it because it lets me know that I'm not wasting my breath and like somebody out there is listening. But here's something that just bugs me. Fucking boomerangs. Not the toy. Um, like Instagram. It's like social media boomerangs. Ugh. Oh my gosh. Whatever. If you're like under a certain age and you're like whatever you're like oh this is like a boomerang it's so cute like look at this little back and forth motion of one thing that I'm doing whatever I'm not gonna judge you but if you're like I can't like if you're in your like mid late 20s 30s and up don't do a fucking boomerang they're so embarrassing no one ever looks natural in a boomerang like and you know what kills me the fucking people that make like a boomerang motion I wish you could see me right now I probably look like I'm having a seizure in my car but that's what you guys look like that's what they look like the people that make like a boomerang motion while a boomerang is being taken of them like you look like you have a bee in your pants it doesn't look natural it's not cute it's not like oh this like cute Kodak moment that someone caught and like oh look it's like this little back and forth movement of this supernatural thing that I'm doing. No, a boomerang is embarrassing. And every time I watch a boomerang on Instagram, I cringe. Like it, it, like it makes me feel like I need to take a shower or I don't know, like hit my head into a wall. I don't know what it makes me feel like. It gives me this weird, dirty, awkward sensation. I don't like it. Like it's, it's really, it's really bad. Does anyone share my same sentiment with this? Like, do you like boomerangs? Am I being a boomerang hater? It just never looks cute. Like when everyone's like, like, you know, you got your girls out and, um, not your boobs, maybe that too, but I'm talking like you're with your girls and you guys are at brunch 
or fucking whatever you're in the spa and you all have a drink and you're like okay let's like take a boomerang of cheers of cheersing so everyone one two three cheers like the boomerang looks so fucking stupid it looks like shit it looks like you guys have these robotic uncoordinated limbs and arms and it just looks so stupid and I really think that we should not boomerang anymore I don't like them and I hate seeing them in my feed but then somehow I end up watching them over and over because it's like a train wreck I can't look away I just had I had to get this off my chest damn clearly I'm very heated about the boomerang thing very passionate about it I don't like the boomerang like you are you're a fucking psychopath like I just can't it's ugly and it's awkward and it's embarrassing and no you guys sounds like I'm a really bad driver with all these beeps going off it's not me I swear um you never look cute doing it and no one ever watches it and it's like oh my gosh that is so cute and natural and it's like you're so photogenic no it's not that you look stupid stop boomerang boomeranging don't do it I think I'm going to make a bunch of awkward boomerangs on purpose and put them on my Instagram. And sidebar, quick little plug. If you're not following me on Instagram, it's mostly messy podcast. I almost said at Instagram.com. That was so, uh, so stupid. No, it's at mostly messy podcast. And if you want to, um, if you want to email me, if you're more of an emailer, you can email me at mostlymessypodcast at gmail.com. I love getting your emails, you guys. I really, um, I feel like in the last month, I've been getting more and more emails. And it, I, like, all jokes aside, it really makes me feel slightly emotional in a weird way. Because I'm like, oh my gosh, people are actually listening. This is so, this is so nice. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Please keep it coming. I'm going to make a boomerang crying about it. So, yeah, right into me, guys. I want to know, like, funny stories, drama stories. I just want to know everything because you guys are what really makes my podcast. Otherwise, I'm just ranting at you the whole time. And, I mean, some people might enjoy that. I don't, it's not, I don't prefer that. I prefer a little more content. So, speaking of content, here's, like, like, let's say, let's say I was, like, so Famous. Like, let's say I had an actual legitimate podcast where I, like, had, like, like I was somebody. Like, I was some sort of bitch. Um, this would be maybe the part of show, the part of the show where I would, like, give a little plug for my sponsors. Where I'd be like, this show has been brought to you by suck my dick, whatever. You know, like, I don't have that yet, so I'm just going to make my own. And because I'm not sponsored, these are, these are valid, genuine, um, real things that I'm about to tell you, things that I like. So I'm going to tell you about a foundation that I really like you guys. It's from L'Oreal. It's, um, no, I'm lying. (laughs) It's from Maybelline. It's the Maybelline something 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 but it's Maybelline 30 hour wear you guys I don't have the bottle in front of me but you can't miss it if you just go to the Maybelline section at your local store uh it's whatever makeup it's the 30 hour 
active wear foundation. Let me tell you guys, I feel like this is a holy grail product, okay? I'm not lying. I've been wearing it. It's like, it's under $10. I'm pretty positive it's under $10. It's fucking amazing. It has great shades. And I know this is a random thing to talk about with everything that's already been said. But I just feel like I had to share with you guys. And I want to give you some sort of valuable information. But it lasts all day long. It doesn't make your skin look older than it is. It hides texture really well. It doesn't oxidize. Um, and it, it, it really lasts all day. It really, really does. So if you're a guy and you're listening to this and foundation doesn't tickle your pickle, um, I'm going to give you another product that I really like. Okay. So this is actually, (laughs) we're going to, switch it and reverse it and really I'm going to throw you for a loop right now so foundation cool I gave you a makeup suggestion um I had I've actually had a few people ask me like why do you talk about anal sex so much and some people are so judgy with it and I'm like I talk about anal sex because it's because it's a normal thing it's okay it's okay you guys it's okay to talk about anal sex uh if you do it right it's actually really enjoyable and maybe if, maybe it's not your thing. If you've tried it and it's not your thing, that's fine. If you don't ever want to try it, that's also fine. But um, if you have tried it and maybe you liked it a little bit, and I've had, so this is where I'm going with this. I've had people write into me where they're like, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Like, what are your tips? So aside from the so many tips that I want to give you, I want to give you the end all be all of tips. You have to use a good lubrication. You have to use a good lube, you guys. Plain and simple. It is what it is. This is the the nitty-gritty of anal sex. On top of so many other things about like you need to make sure that you're stimulated sexually beforehand and there's all kinds of toys and lotions and potions and this and that and the other and I'm totally going to get into this in a different episode. I'm going to have an anal episode and I'm going to have an anal episode for half of you because you like it and for the other half of you because it's going to fucking piss you off but you're still going to listen. So I am going to have a segment where I coach, I'm going to coach you, I'm going to coach you on anal sex because I am an advocate of it and I think it's absolutely amazing and I'm not ashamed of it. And it's not dirty. I'm married, okay? I'm in a committed relationship. And even if I wasn't, even if I wasn't, and I wanted to have anal sex and I enjoyed it, that's my prerogative. So, I'm going to give you the best product. And I can't take credit for this. Um, My best friends told me about this. They, um... They, sorry, I'm switching lanes and someone's acting a little squirrely. So, no, anyway, I have some best friends and they're gay and I buy everything that they tell me to because I've learned that a lot of gay sex things translates really nicely and really fucking fun into married sex. So, anyway, um, they told me about this product. I've never looked back. It's amazing. It's great for regular sex. It's fun for dick massages, hand jobs, uh, a really messy blow job. I don't know. It's good for whatever you want to use it for in the bedroom. You will never use another lube better than this. Trust me. 
It is the Swiss Navy. And you know what? I wish I was sponsored by them. I wish I was because I would talk about it on every single episode. It's the Swiss Navy silicone base lubricant. Just just the regular one. They they have other fancy ones, whatever. Just just get the Swiss Navy silicone-based lubricant. You can get it on Amazon. They have all kinds of sizes. There's travel size, there's little literally pocket size, and there's a big jug that you could put in a decorative lotion bottle and put it on your nightstand and no one will ever know that it's lube. I'm just saying, if you have not tried it, please try it. If you if you are a user of lubricant, if you are not, I can't believe I'm talking about this. I'm so excited right now. My nipples are hard talking about this because I love this lube. Um, it just makes things fun. It makes things easy. It's great. Um, if you if you haven't tried it, try it. And also, because I'm a creep and I want to know all the details, if you try, if you buy it, try it. Please, like, let me know what you think about it. I need to know if it works and is a favorite across the board. Because so far, um, everyone that I have suggested it to, they use it. And they're like, where has this been all my life? Everyone gets it for Christmas. Every secret Santa, I stick a little one in there. And that's the tea, you guys. That's my mess. Well, that wasn't my mess. I forgot what my mess was. But that's the fun mess. Okay? Try that lube. Swiss Navy. And try that foundation, you guys. It's really great. Bye!